Hola amigos, welcome to the Mario Matter episode number 28, your favorite Nintendo podcast. I'm sure, you know, if it's not already, it is now, right? So, interesting stuff today. It is March 8th on a Wednesday. Time's, time has flown. It, it's It's gone. You can't find it anymore. It's gone. March 8th, third month of the year. That's crazy stuff. But in terms of news, let's hook you right now. Let's let's hook you into the podcast. A lot of things are going wrong for Nintendo. And by a lot of things, I mean like two or three things. We have to discuss that though, right? And so we have that. But we also have some interesting things going on as it is almost Mario Day on March 10th. Because if you don't know, March 10th is shortened to M-A-R for March. And then 10th is... One zero, which looks like I-O, Mario, it spells out. So if you didn't know, now you know. So that's coming up. There's a a whole lot of events happening. And I want to make the intro short because I want to jump into all of this. But there's not much to discuss for me right now in the intro. I actually just beat Pokemon X for the 3DS. I used to have a copy, sold it because I was dumb. And then I rebought it, just beat it. It's honestly a, like a, it's a long game. Like it's way longer than I thought it would be. It w- it was about thirty hours, and that's I mean I mean like for 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 me to finish it, it took thirty hours, and that's just longer than I wanted it to be. Uh, it's it got to the point where I I I had to like look up guides on how to you know get past certain areas. Like it wasn't, it became not fun anymore. But either way, it's done, and now I'm playing Metroid Prime Remastered. I have finally jumped into that game, and I'm not far into it. I've played like an hour, and I couldn't tell you much about it. It's my first ever Metroid game, and I don't know what to tell you about it. Like, I'm not well-versed already, so I'm into it, though, and I'll talk about it more once I know what's actually going on. But so far, I mean, it was enjoyable while, while I was playing it. I wasn't, like, forcing myself to keep on playing. Like, like it was fun, you know? So Metroid Prime Remastered, I can't really like recommend it right now because I haven't gotten very far, but it seems like it's going to be a good game. And it's one of the highest rated GameCube games, so you can probably expect it to be very good. Now, yeah, once again, there's not much from me. I believe that's all I wanted to to discuss at the beginning of the podcast. We we, want to get into Nintendo news. Oh, I guess I can discuss this, actually. I feel like with with a news podcast, which is kind of what I am, it's kind of hard to, like, I don't know, because you can't really do this podcast more than once a week just because if you do that, the podcasts are really, really short and you're kind of relying on news. So I figured if I do this once a week, every Wednesday... It would give me enough news to have about a 45 to a a one hour show, right? But then you have things like major things that are being announced that Thursday. So it's like I just missed a major topic by one day. Now I have to wait until the next Wednesday to to, to even talk about it, which is what we're doing today. And it's just like, I don't know what to do, guys. Like, do I turn it into like a just a Nintendo podcast where... I interview I, where I have people on and I and I interview them. I still talk about news, but not like I'm not worried about it being recent. 
And then as for news, I'll make like a video like specifically on the news on my YouTube channel. Like, okay, so here's option one. Option one is nothing changes. We stay the same uh, news podcast and we we rely on news every Wednesday. I don't mind this. I just like, I don't know what's best for me to do, you know? Um, and then the option two is we're just titled a Nintendo podcast, not a news podcast, but a Nintendo podcast where I discuss news, just not like, like I'm not, I'm not worried about it. And it's not the main part of the podcast where we discuss news. We'll occasionally have on like Nintendo content creators or, or, you know, anybody that I can get on that is well-versed, uh, or not anybody, but like, I guess just a name that you would know. Or maybe like upcoming content create, you know, I don't know, whatever it'll be. Um, I can do that. So that's option two is talk about news, but not like the whole main aspect. Interviews, other random Nintendo topics that uh, I would want to discuss. You know, what's better? One or two? I don't know. I don't mind either one, honestly. I think interviews would be kind of fun, but I don't want to like, if, if you guys are here for the news... Like, I don't want to, like, just drift away from that. But it's like, I could also make news immediately when news drops. But that's also kind of stressful. I don't know. I'll probably just keep it. Am I, am, am I going to cut this part out of the podcast? Like, do I even want to put it out there? I don't think I, I don't want to do immediate news videos. That's so stressful. But it's like, sometimes I can. And I'm, like, up early. So I can, like... I. I could beat everyone to it, like, like, real, real stuff, like, when I was making news videos, when I was a part of the Animal Crossing New Horizons, like, YouTube community, dude, I was first to everything, I was so first, like, I'm good at it, but it's like, I don't, it's just so stressful, like, yeah, it's probably great content, but one, you, you look like a clickbaiter, because you're like, Switch Pro Leak, so it's like, I don't want to do that, it's just, I don't know, this podcast will, okay, how do we combine both? Well, how about we do a Nintendo news podcast and have on people to interview to discuss the news? We just, we just combine the two. That's probably what I'll do. So we can have like uh, content creators on that make Nintendo videos, but we're going to discuss the news with with said content creator. Like, it won't be like an interview, but rather a guest to, to, to break down the news further with us. Oh, God. Do you see where the... Guys, the Mario Matter is changing in front of your eyes, and I can't... I mean, you couldn't... I, I didn't script the podcast. I, I have notes, but, like, I didn't think this was all going to happen. All right, guys. Uh, comment down below who needs to be on the podcast. Uh, I'm a, I'm a real ambitious guy, so I'll probably try to get some, like, he some, like, heavy hitters on here. Uh, we'll see, though. Maybe I won't start with that, but, um, man, I've never, like, had someone... I don't talk to, 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 to strangers, guys. This is, th this is fun stuff. We're breaking out of our turtle shell here. Uh, if we do interviews or have people on to discuss news, but honestly... Like, real talk, that would be pretty fun. Like, we just have, like, some other Nintendo creator on here, and we just break down the news and get their input and their creative perspective 
that'd be fun. Let me know what you think. Uh, I don't think majority of the episodes would re would have somebody on here. It would mainly just be me. But every like maybe like one every three or like one every. I mean, even two, maybe. I don't know. One every two, we can have someone on, or one every three. I don't know. You guys let me know if you just listen to my whole thought process and ramble about the Mario matter. Let me know what you think. With all that said, I did not want the intro to be that long because there's a lot of news, but it was all, it's, it was as long as it needed to be, all right? Either way, let's get into the news with our reading headline segment. Reading headlines. This is the mega cool segment on this podcast where we go through Nintendo news that really I couldn't discuss for more than like five minutes. So we're just reading the headlines, talking about them for a good two minutes or so, and then moving on to the next one. We have bigger, more in-depth topics later. But for now, we have headlines to read about mini Nintendo news. Alrighty, the, the, the first one. This has happened. This is big. So, today's March 8th. We are less than a month away from the release date of the Super... It's the Super Mario Bros. movie. It's a, it's, it's, it's a long title, right? A long title. This movie comes out April 5th. And tomorrow, March 9th, we are getting the final trailer live-streamed on a... Direct on Nintendo's YouTube channel. The direct airs at 5 p.m., so tune into their channel, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And I will be reacting to it live on my own YouTube channel. If you, if you want to stop by, I'm live at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Convert that to your own time zone as you will. But I'll be live, they'll be live, if, and we're getting the final trailer to this movie. I couldn't be more excited, honestly, because we've gotten a few. Like, if, if, if you count the, the plumber one, no, that, that, should, that shouldn't count. It's, it's more of a commercial. We've, we've gotten two trailers already. We got two. They've both been bangers. So to get a third and final one is going to be exciting. We get to hear more voices, see more things. We're almost seeing the entire movie at this point, and... On the thumbnail of the Direct are a bunch of the characters in carts, like like Mario Karts, and everyone's saying, guys, look at look at Mario Kart 9. I don't know, it just, the entire thumbnail and the idea that I'm getting of this third trailer before it has aired looks really nice, and I'm looking forward to the trailer itself. My live stream, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Nintendo's live stream, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. There you have it. There it is. Next. Remember when I said things were going wrong for Nintendo? Well, here's one example. The Wii U. We will discuss that even more later, because you might al already know what the issue is. But first, two of the biggest Wii U games. Sp uh, Splatoon and Mario Kart 8 have been shut down and dragged offline due to security reasons. So basically, if you want to go on to Mario Kart 8 or you want to go on to Splatoon for the Wii U, have fun playing with your friends playing online multiplayer because you can't because they've been taken offline for security reasons. Now, what does this mean? So we saw something very similar happen to Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS 
I got an update about four months ago where they just updated nothing but patched some security reasons, uh, security hacking stuff. They just patched that. So that was an update. But even like as of right now, if you want to go play Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, which is still very active, and so is Splatoon, if you want to go play those games online, you can't. You can't. It's shut down, and we don't know when they'll be back. If I had to guess when they'll be back, I, my guess would be two weeks or so. But we can't. We can't even. We can't confirm that because it could be like it could be three months. You know who knows? But uh, those are offline right now. You can't play those online anyway, and that's unfortunate because that's like two of the biggest Wii U games that you cannot play right now. So that's like kind of a big hit to the console. I mean, you you couldn't have shut down like Captain Toad or like Donkey Kong Country Tropical. Like, come on, guys. Splatoon and Mario Kart 8? The two active games on the console still. Okay, you know what? I'll stop. But that's just... <laughs> it's, it's the two worst. All right. Anyways, next we have Metroid Fusion. The great Game Boy Advance game. Coming over to the Switch Online Expansion Pack Game Boy Advance app that has all the cool Game Boy Advance games inside of it. So, Metroid Fusion is the first game being added on, updated to the app system. What do you call it? A big app? A game? Like like the application that has all the Game Boy Advance games in it. Do you call that a game? It's more so like an app. The, the Game Boy Advance library. Call it that. Metroid Fusion is coming to the Game Boy Advance library for the Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack users on March 9th. So that is tomorrow. Have fun playing your Metroid Fusion, and hopefully there are a lot more great Game Boy Advance games to come. Maybe a game like... Maybe like Eminem's Blast would would be pretty good. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know. But Metroid Fusion, have fun. Next... Guys, a subject you might not want to hear any more about, all right? You might be fed up. You might be done. You might be exhausted. Nintendo Switch Pro! Yes, guys. Yes, we have a little bit more. All right, so I try to minimize discussing this, but I'll be quick, all right? So on this show... When we discuss leaks, I only report leaks from either one, somebody that I've never heard of, so then we can trust them for their first ever leak. So, like, if if I went out there and said, guys, Pokemon game coming out tomorrow, if they were said to be a credible person, I would then report it because it's their first time. I've never seen them get anything wrong, and it's, like, the first time that I'm seeing their leak, and if people are saying that it's credible, I'll report it. So... If it's somebody that I've never seen before, but it's said to be credible, I will report them. If they get that leak wrong, uh, I probably won't report them again. It depends how extreme the leak was. But then I report leaks from people I've seen be right before. One of those people is Jeff Grubb. And Jeff Grubb is saying two things about the next console. So, number one... Jeff Grubb hears it'll be announced in late 2023, obviously this year. So 
something could be announced later this year. And then also, he's hearing he doesn't think it'll be a Switch Pro or even a Switch 2. So essentially, th this could be like a Wii U. Like, not, <laughs> probably not, but like, don't expect it to look like the Switch or be like the Switch. Could it be a heavy hitter uh, competitor to PS5 and Xbox? Possible. I'm, I'm not saying it is that, but that's possible because it doesn't sound like it's going to be a Switch. It could be a whole powerful console or it could be a mini handheld, but not a Switch. You know, it could be anything. So those are two leaks from Jeff Grubb who has been proven right and we've reported his leaks on this podcast. Once again, proven right. So we'll see how that goes, but we can uh, uh, we can report those because he is credible. Next, something else that releases on March 9th, along with Metroid Fusion, is the Mario Kart... This is such a long name. All right, ready? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass DLC Wave 4. That releases on March 9th, and there are eight new tracks coming to the game. There is a Fruits Cup and a Boomerang Cup. Those are the new two, the two new uh, cups that you, that you can play. Obviously, each cup has four tracks. So in the Fruits Cup, you have the Amsterdam Drift track from Mario Kart Tour, Riverside Park from Game Boy Advance, DK Summit from the Wii, and a brand new course, Yoshi's Island. That should be fun. And then in the Boomerang Cup, you have the, how do I, Bangkok Rush from Mario Kart Tour, Mario Circuit from the DS Mario Kart, Waluigi Stadium from the GameCube Mario Kart, and the Singapore Speedway track from Mario Kart Tour. I like how they're all based around, or not all, but a lot of them are based around like actual cities. I, I, I love that part, or countries rather, you know, whatever. I like how it's like real world stuff. I like that. The one that I'm actually most excited for is DK Summit. Uh, I would play that one on the Wii a lot, and I want to play that as soon as it comes out. Um, I'm honestly pretty excited. Not to mention, we're getting some new characters. So we're getting, I believe, Birdo is coming to the game. We have Birdo. We have Yoshi's, right? I'm looking at the trailer. I'm like scrolling through it. Uh, they're not telling me much, but I know Birdo is coming to the game. And should I have been more, more, you know, prepared for this? Probably Mario Kart 8 Deluxe uh, <laughs> Wave 4. I swear it said that that we're, that we're getting some some Yoshi's. Uh, I guess not. Was I was I dreaming? Oh, okay. So it didn't say that, but you can see different colored. Birdos and different colored Yoshis. So, Birdo is coming to the game, and you can... I'm not sure if it'll be on March 9th or not, but there are different colored Yoshis and different colored Birdos in the trailer. Maybe those will come at a later date, but expect Birdo. Birdo is confirmed. And then hope for different colors of Yoshis and Birdos. I don't know if that'll come tomorrow, as I said, but... It seems that those will come eventually, so look forward to those. Next, our next headline. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. This new update is a mess. When I tell you it's a mess, I mean it is a mess. So, 
If you have not played Pokemon Scarlet and Violet ever since the new update that introduced DLC in Pokemon Go Connection, don't engage with the new update. Don't engage with it. Guys, this bug will delete your save file. I am not kidding. If you do something wrong, which I'll get into in a minute, your entire save file can be deleted. So, let's talk. If you engage with the update, which means either either connecting Pokemon Go or downloading the DLC, by random chance, by random bug, I can't find what exactly you have to do to trigger the bug, but by random chance it appears, your save file could be deleted and it's not like it's, it's, it's backed up to the Switch Online Cloud, so you can't really get it back. You're, it's kind of gone, you know? So what are you going to do? Your save isn't backed up. Your game's gone. It's gone, guys. So don't engage. Do not connect your account to Pokemon Go. I know a lot of people have done that already. And if I was you, I just wouldn't play the game until they release an update or a statement. But the, like the whole Pokemon Scarlet and Violet like whole squabble is just kind of like bad performance issues. Now save files are being deleted. <laughs> what what went wrong with the whole development of this game? I don't I don't know, but don't retrieve the DLC. Don't connect your Pokemon Go account. Don't do it. And if you have Oops, my whole, oh, snap. Is my, is my mic still working? You're like, disconnected? Yeah, okay, okay, it's good, it's good. Um, don't engage with new update. Don't download DLC. Don't do Pokemon Go. If you did, just don't play. Next, let's discuss what has went wrong for Nintendo. And they need to say something. They have to put out some kind of statement, all right? Without further ado, let's talk about it. All right, guys, there is an issue with the Wii U and this is like actually like pretty massive. It's not like, oh, you know, there's a little issue. It, can't, it might be patched in like a few days. No, 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 guys. There's an issue that is happening to a lot of Wii U users and it's being reported on recently. And it's extreme to say the least. So put it this way. Some users who have had their, their Wii U unplugged, stored away, haven't used it in years, are now trying to use their Wii U's, turning the game, turning the console on, and getting an error, error code 1600103, which indicates the system memory is corrupted. They're getting this error as soon as they turn on the Wii U. So is there much of an explanation? No. The Wii U's are just corrupting if you have not used them in years. Which is weird because the Wii U is just over 10 years old. A lot of old Wiis, like original Wiis, are still kicking to this day. They're all still kicking, or most anyway. Uh, I would say most. Mine, all my Wiis are still kicking. So for the Wii U to, to die after 10 years is, is weird. That's insane. Like That's not even that long. For what was a $300 system... It shouldn't die after that short of time, you know. But here's my biggest thing, right? So that's happening. Consoles mess up, right? That that happens. But it's happening to so many people I've seen on threads and forums that 
Nintendo needs to say something. Now, you might just think, if this happens, oh, just take it to the repair shop. They're going to fix it. There's something wrong. Send it to Nintendo. They're going to fix it. They know what to do. They know how to get it all right. So, Nintendo offers repairs for, for their consoles. They do it with recent consoles. They don't repair, like, GameCubes or anything anymore. Right now, they repair new 2DSs, new 3DSs, and Switches, all Switch models. So, they don't do Wii U's anymore. My thing is, Nintendo needs to say something. They have to put out a statement. Either, here's how you fix it, or send it to us, we'll do it for free. We'll fix it for free. You need to say something. You need to speak up. Because this is a console that should last longer than 10 years. I'll put it that way. Longer than 10 years. And it's just dying on people because they didn't use it for like two or three years. You can't do anything. Now, there are a few hopes, right? If this happened to you by some random chance, there are a few hopes. One, Nintendo puts out a statement and they're taking Wii U's to repair for free because this would be an issue on their part if it's happening to so many people. It's their fault and they should do repairs for absolutely free. Maybe a small fee, but I would say free because it's not our fault that we didn't use the Wii U for three years, you know? So I'd say either free repairs or if they want to be not the best company and not offer repairs. We have to we have to rely on the homebrew community, the hacking community to solve this issue, which they very well could. So if you have modded your Wii U and this issue came up, honestly, you have nothing to worry about. I mean, you should have nothing to worry about if you made a NAND backup, which you are advised to do. But we have to rely on these hackers these homebrew modders, rather, to make some kind of solution. And they do pretty insane things, like they've brought back the Wii Connect 24 online service. That would be ReConnect 24. They made the whole online service up again. They have done, uh, they are re, they're resurrecting Miiverse and the whole Wii U online servers for when the Wii U goes down. And Miiverse is already back up with Pretendo Network, which is another uh, what would you call it? Another mod to add to your Wii U that can do all that kind of cool stuff. And so now they should work on fixing the Wii U's that are now corrupted. Can you do that? I don't even know because you can't do much apart from going into the console and seeing the system memory is corrupted. It's called a brick where you cannot go anywhere past it. It's a brick. So... With that, as I said, one of two things need to happen. Nintendo repairs the consoles, or you have some homebrew modders who will help you through it. Otherwise, if you have your, your, your Wii U, and this has happened to you, I would just, I wouldn't sell it, don't sell it for parts, don't call it dead. I would just sit tight and just wait to see what actually happens with this. Uh, Nintendo needs to say something. I, I wonder if they're just verifying the issue or trying to investigate it rather. And then they'll say, hey guys, our fault, repairs. Or if they go totally silent, which they shouldn't do. 
Uh, but if they do, it wouldn't totally shock me, but they're normally pretty good at free repairs and taking accountability because they have done so with Joy-Con Drift, which, which wasn't easy, but they took accountability and now they're doing free Joy-Con repairs. But with the Wii U, it's hard because they, they were always going to repair Joy-Cons. It's just that they, they didn't want to do it for free until, until Joy-Con Drift became a thing. It's different because they don't repair Wii U's at all anymore. So... To have some people come back and repair Wii U's, it's kind of a hassle, but it might have to happen. We'll see how the whole thing plays out, and I'll keep you updated if we get any information. But anyways, Wii U's are in the dumps. Next, we have a bit more of an uplifting topic, a fun topic, and something going on all week. Let's talk. Alright, next, the great, the fun, Mario Day is coming up in just two days as of posting this podcast, and I'm excited. There's things going on all week, all day that day, and it should be fun. So I'm going to let you know every single thing that is happening leading up to Mario Day, on Mario Day, how to celebrate it, and everything that I'm going to share with you is coming from the official Nintendo website, so it's all real stuff, and there's no rumor, there's no leak it's all real so the first thing that we have the biggest thing i reported the leak for last episode is a nintendo switch mario day bundle that has something to do with the mario movie so there is a bundle out there that'll cost 300 dollars. it includes a normal switch not an oled but a normal switch with red joy cons one free mario game whether it be mario kart New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, or Mario Odyssey, and then some Mario Movie stickers. This comes out on March 10th. It'll cost $300, so you're saving money on the game, because if you were to buy the Switch and the game separately, it would be $360, and so you're getting it for $300, so that's, you know, money off the game. Basically, the game for free with your Switch. Also, red Joy-Cons and some stickers. How could you lose? You can't really lose but you know next we have the mario kart 8 booster course pass wave 4 we discussed this but basically the wave 4 is coming out the the wave 4 out of 6 comes out march 9th looking forward to it next we have gamestop now this is this actually shocked me and i might actually take part in this so GameStop in-store Mario events. Celebrate at select GameStop locations on March 11th from noon to 4 p.m. local time to continue making every day a Mario day. Play games featuring Mario and friends like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, and more. And here's where it's crazy. And receive free Mario themed items while supplies last. What are these items? That's going to make me want to go to GameStop. I might stop by and see if I can like, what, 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 what do you do? Beat an employee at Mario Kart and get an item? I don't know. Like, what do you do for these items? Do you show up? I might have to give my GameStop a call. I'll see. Might have to ring their phone. Next, from March 10th to April 7th, we have digital game sales. Celebrate the hero of the Mushroom Kingdom with two waves of savings on select Nintendo Switch games. The first half of the sale starts on March 10th, Mario Day, at 12 a.m. Pacific Time, and lasts until March 23rd 
at 11.59 Pacific Time, PM, obviously. It features deals on digital games and DLC featuring Mario and friends, including Mario Party Superstars, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Yoshi's Crafted World, Luigi's Mansion 3, and the second wave of the sale runs from March 24th at 12 a.m. Pacific Time until April 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time. This sale includes savings on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, New Super Mario Bros. Do Deluxe, Super Mario Maker 2, and Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. So the second half of the sale seems to be the stronger games and the stronger sale. Uh, but it just comes down to what you want to buy. So up to you on what you buy, but there are some sales going on for Mario Day, and that lasts quite some time. So don't feel like you're, you're in a rush, but it does end on April 7th for digital games. Next, you better act quick because you have three days. From March 5th to 11th happening right now, fans will be able to head to select retailers to save up to 20 bucks on select games featuring Mario and friends, including Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Mario Party Superstars, and many more. Additionally, fans can save $40 on the high-octane Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. That should be fun. Uh, tons of sales. And so what that is, is it sounds like the, the exact same thing. That is for physical games. From March 5th to 11th is the physical games. And from March 10th to April 7th are the digital games. So have fun. Spend your money uh, if you, of course, want to. But there are some sales going on. And I don't think I'll take part in them. I, I have most of the games that are going to go on sale. But if you don't, that's your great, great big opportunity. And beyond that, for Mario Day activities, it just says you have Super Nintendo World to go and celebrate. You have mini games on the Nintendo site. You have Mario Legos. And then two other things. Next, we have a Mario Kart PVC statue, which is a statue that you can pre-order for a collectible. It costs $175. So that's pretty expensive. It is a pre-order. Once again, it comes out... Uh, it says quarter two of 2023, so doing quick math, that would be before the end of June. It'll ship by then. That's their estimated release anyway, so you have that. It shows every single angle of the statue, so it's incredibly detailed in terms of the listing. And that's there. I'll leave the link down below in the description if you want to check it out. Uh, it'll be under like sources, so check it out if you want. Otherwise, it just says one more thing that we have here. PDP promotions. PDP, one of the leading providers, sorry, <clears throat> one of the leading providers of licensed Nintendo video game accessories is also getting in on the Mario Day fun. From now until March 10th, PDP is featuring their Mario products and hosting a Mario-themed giveaway on their social media channels. If you want to take part in the giveaway, the link is down below in the sources link. Check it out there. But Mario Day fun. Like, there's a, there's a lot of stuff, right? So much stuff. What do you want to take part in? Most people will probably take part in the, um, the game sales. But I feel like one thing that's kind of underlooked that I've not seen anyone, like, really discuss is the GameStop in-store events. You get free items while supplies last. Now, note... It says select GameStop locations. 
It doesn't say every single one. So before you go, call ahead and make sure that, that they're actually running this whole event at your local GameStop. Uh, call ahead and just make sure. So then that way you aren't showing up and saying, give me my Mario stuff. And they are like, sorry, you know, we aren't doing it today. But call ahead and it should be fun. I might stop by and just see what they have. And I don't think I'll want to play any of the games. But can, can I just stop by and just take your items, please? And show them off on this great podcast. I don't know. I'll see. But with that, that is it for Mario Day festivities. Let's go ahead and get to the best segment of the week. Alrighty, guys, it is the best time of the week. We are answering your questions. You guys have left me questions on Discord for me to answer on the podcast, and I am getting to them. So we have a little less than normal, which is okay because it makes this a lot quicker. I forgot to ping everybody and ask for questions, but it's all right. I'll do it. I'll do it next time. First up from Ruby Gem. Do you think I should buy Breath of the Wild now in 2023? I think so. That's a game that that is like it's one of the most legendary, I believe. Like when the Switch is gone, that's one game that you will remember and you'll always have a memory with. I think Breath of the Wild is one of the best. So my answer to you, Ruby, is yes, especially if you can buy it before Tears of the Kingdom releases on May 12th, is it? May 12th? Yeah. Especially if you can buy it before then and play it before then, it kind of gets you in the loop. Next, from Gregory, what is your least favorite Nintendo Switch game? Least favorite? So it would have to be one that I've, uh, you know, obviously played. And so I need to look at my game library. So... Looking at my game library, um, shoot, I doubt it's going to be a mainstream game just because those aren't bad. It would most likely be like a terrible third party game. So looking on my switch, I'd say it's probably got to be, I have my answer. I think it's this game that I was so excited about and it it just didn't show up. It didn't turn out. Like it didn't it wasn't great, you know. I can't like zoom into it. But actually hold on, can I? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah hold, hold on. It's called Advent Calendar. This game I had such high hopes for for being a great Christmas game and it's just so low quality for $30. It's just so low quality. Like, it's, it's it's terrible. You can't even get past, or I think they might have fixed it, but you couldn't even get past the, the, the title screen without closing the game, going back in, and then you're in. It was, it was just so poorly made, and I didn't really ever understand it. But, you know, that's probably the worst. Don't buy it, please. Do not buy it. I, I, I get it. Christmas is so great. Don't buy it. <laughs> that game is not great. Next, King Bubblegum asks, what franchise would you never play again? Smash Bros. or Mario Kart? So, out of those two, probably Smash Bros. Not that I have anything against Smash Bros. I love Smash Bros. But out of, out of those two, like Mario Kart is on, is on top, for sure. Mario Kart, uh, I would love to play all the time. Smash Bros., I could live without if I had to, but it wouldn't be easy. Oh, actually, you know what? I missed one. Cat in Sync, but in Spanish, asks, what's the most hate 
you have gotten from one short from one of my YouTube shorts. Um, there were some that were kind of zingers that I had, like I was trying to be controversial in that, that are now deleted because that's not what I represent anymore. Some of them expectedly got a lot of hate. I think maybe the worst one though was when I was most controversial, which was a now deleted video. I think it was the worst game from each Nintendo series part two, part two. I, I said Splatoon 2 was the worst out of the Splatoon series. I said Twilight Princess was the worst from the Zelda series. And there was one more. Uh, but people went nuts. And I mean, I would too. Like, those games are great games. And I called them the worst so that I can try to be controversial. Like, I think that's the worst one. It's now deleted because obviously now I have changed my content. And now I'm only saying what I actually believe. Uh, but yeah. That was bad. Next, Turtle asks, what factor do you think might make or break Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah, um, it's hard to say. Because, mm, I'd say, honestly, this game is said to be a sequel from Breath of the Wild. If it ends up not feeling like a sequel, and it ends up feeling like a whole different game, I'm not sure if it would break the game, like, like make or break, but it would kind of be disappointing. I want it to, to at least be similar and feel like a sequel. So my, my, my make or break factor is it needs to link back to Breath of the Wild. No pun intended. It needs to link back and kind of show shades of that game. But yeah, that's my biggest thing. Just be a sequel. Don't be a, a different game. Be the sequel. Next, our last question. Abraham asks, do you like 2D, 3D, or 4D games better. What's a 4D game? I don't think I've ever played a 4D game. Unless I did. And I just don't know what a 4D game is. Uh, so without the 4D game part in it. Because I'm not sure what a 4D game is. 2D versus 3D. It kind of just. It depends heavily on the franchise of the game. Like I, I'm not too sure. If I'd want my Donkey Kong games in 3D, just because, or, you know, 2D platformer, just because it would feel very, very, very different from what I'm used to. And that's not to say that I wouldn't play a 3D Donkey Kong game, but I don't think I would enjoy it as much as a 2D Donkey Kong game. So if I had to choose one, like for the rest of my life, I'd say 3D, just because I feel like that's how most of the great games are they're all in 3d like zelda mario odyssey you know these these games so my answer would be i like 3d games over 2d and once again i don't believe i've played a 4d game unless i have and i just don't know what a 4d game is i don't know uh can we actually 4d game uh it shows me some like 4d they they all have 4d in the, in the title so 4d games um i don't know I don't know what I would call a 4D game. Uh, so let's leave that as a, as a gray area. I don't know what that is. Uh, so my answer is 3D games. And that is it for the Mario Matter. We answered questions. We discussed great news. Thank you all so much for listening. I love you guys all. Next episode, we are diving into even bigger, better, and badder news. And it should be quite fun. Now... Let's give a great big shout out to our channel members of the YouTube channel. 
for supporting the channel and helping me create the content that I do. Thank you to It's Kate Carter Crossing, Pal EX, Hippo1273, Nintendo Sports, Doge Time420, and Abraham Belts. Thank you all so much for becoming a channel member. If you want to be a member, get a shout out at the end of podcasts and normal videos, get crazy cool perks and emojis. The link is in the description. If not that, there is a join button next to my YouTube channel. If you're on, I believe if you're on a computer, you'll see the fat join button. If you're on Spotify and Apple, the link is also in the description. Thank you all so much. I love you all. See you all next Wednesday and adios.